This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, uh, first Monday of the year. We get to welcome this guy into the studios from WCPO Channel 9. John Matarese is with us. Good morning, John. Good morning, guys, and Happy New Year. And wow, people are just upset about Coney Island closing. They're still, it's not easing, it seems like, at all. Oh, it's not. This has been going on for, what, almost a month since they first announced they were shutting down. And then for several weeks, they were not refunding gift cards. And that made people (laughs) furious because I heard from so many families that said we bought gift cards gift cards to give the kids for Christmas to mm-hmm. use at Coney next year mm-hmm. at the Sunlight Pool. And Coney was like, well, we're not giving refunds on that. Just come by at Nights of Lights and, you know, the drive through with the holiday lights and drive through and use up your gift cards that way. And people were saying, wait a minute, that's crazy because it's $30 a car load to drive through and sure. I have $200 in gift cards. What do I do? Just drive through Nights of Lights like over and over and over? Yeah, oh, that, that's crazy. I remember the day that this announcement came out, we had some people reach out and say, literally the day before the announcement, they got an email from Coney Island saying, you want to buy a year yeah, pass yeah. and all this? And why were they doing that then? They um, knew. Yeah, people didn't know. It was such a top secret thing yeah. that they were selling gift cards and and passes season passes people were buying them for next year for this year and uh, right until the day before they announced it so people are very upset and one reason people are upset is they remember going there as a kid mm. they yeah, remember the memories so people remember going there as a kid they have that nostalgia of going to coney and they're just horrified that it's going to close and, and shut down so uh, that's really you know kind of sad and but there at this point it looks like it's closing it does so what they're doing is uh they're saying saturday on January 20th, come by. You can get a full refund mm-hmm. and buy merch as well. All the merch they're selling. Oh. So you can do that on Saturday, January 20th. Now people are upset about that because <laughs> they say, I don't have to come to the park. I just oh. want my money back. Oh, sure. okay. So now, as of a few days ago, they said, okay, just send us an email and we will refund your money. Okay, so they're trying to do the right <laughs> they're thing. They're trying That's to do the right first. thing. But <laughs> I tell you, so many people are upset. I did a Facebook post last Friday on this. Yeah. I think I've had almost 300 comments. I mean, people are so upset about Coney and Sunlight Pool closing down because yeah. they said they grew up there. Well, people in Cincinnati don't do well with change. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't like it. They don't like change. What are they doing with all the slides and everything there? Are they trying to sell them off? Or do you've heard anything about that? Yeah, maybe that? you can buy that with your gift card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put that in your backyard. Yeah, but I, I, but you know, it's it's supposed to be coming down for that new Riverbend facility. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, here's the thing. I, I think hopefully they'll keep some of it, like maybe Moonlight Gardens or at least the archway when you go in. That's this oh, yeah, Coney sure Island. They will. Keep sure. some Something. of it there. Yeah, a little bit yeah. uh, if you if you need change. But you know, times change. It wasn't making money. 
the pool wasn't making money, and that was the bottom line. Well, what are we working on tonight, John? Oh, later today on WCPO, Revenge Travel is finally down after a couple of years. So you can actually find some travel deals this year. Wait, yes. Not. What is Revenge Travel? <laughs> that was after COVID. Everybody had to go oh, to travel. I thought it was like, hey, hey, you did that. Now I'm going to do that. All right. Well, thank you, John. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Who was right last night this morning? We welcome Clay into the uh, courtroom. Good morning, Clay. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing? Doing good. And uh, you've got a problem with your wife, Isabel, and also your mother. And uh, you're kind of stuck in the middle. And I don't think there's a man on the planet that envies you in the slightest. So uh, go ahead and tell us what's going on. Um, like you said, it is not fun being uh, sandwiched in between the two women that mean the most to me, and especially when they're butting heads. But um, first of all, let me let me paint the picture. My mother, she really is a wonderful woman, but it's just she's a little social media crazy. You know, she's one of those people that you know she'll she'll be wonderful to your face, but the second she gets on social media, she's kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing. She's <laughs> She's always posting very, very opinionated things on uh, Facebook, and sometimes it's a little annoying. But sometimes you're like, "Oh, that's mom," you know. But, but recently, um, you know, whenever my wife and I do something with the kids, we always, you know, go out. We have a good time. You know, we take pictures and we post it on social media to share it with our friends, and everybody usually likes it. But sometimes my mom looks at that, and she very, very publicly will post. Oh, why wasn't I invited? Or, oh, you guys did something with grandma yet again. She posts this stuff publicly. And I've asked her a couple of times not to do it, but she still does it. And my wife, she's just been so fed up with it. She wanted to put some boundaries down. So she actually blocked my mother on Facebook. And I knew the second she did that, I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be bad. <laughs> the end. This is it. Oh, so. And um, obviously, my mother is not thrilled about this. Well, so you're saying when you guys share family experiences on Facebook, she's not just content to like the picture and move on or heart it or whatever. Say, oh, the kids look great. She wants to say she's left out and she comments with that on there. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. That's not a good look, I don't think. No. I mean, you guys include her in stuff. Like, it's not. Well, yeah, we don't. I mean, it's. It's not, I mean, definitely a couple of times a month, we definitely invite her to come along, but it's just sometimes our our schedules don't mesh up. And like I said, it's like when we talk to her about it, she's like, oh, well, I just wish that you would just invite me more. But on social media, she's almost like demonizing us. I'm like, what, what is it about this two-faced thing with social media that people do sometimes? And right? I, why is it, why is it like that with my mother? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I think, well. Can I give my opinion? I'm like ready. Okay. All right. Well, let's Please do. Please uh, we'll, do. We will let Ashley go first this morning in the jury, Clay. I think you've made your case here. Go ahead. I think your mother putting it on Facebook, like, why am I not included? Is a it's not a great look. And if I was your wife, I'd be infuriated, especially if you guys have a relationship with her. I think maybe blocking her was like a had to be like a last minute resort. There needs to be like a family meeting held of you can. Be friends again on Facebook, but you cannot comment on our posts. It It's a boundary that has to be set or you can't be friends. Mm. So I'm going uh, on your wife's team, right? 
Isabel. You're, you're mm-hmm. an Isabel's team then. I confused myself. See, that's okay. <laughs> you're passionate about it and that's what we love. Yeah, definitely siding with the wife, Isabel. I can only imagine what she has to deal with in person when somebody is commenting all that stuff. Um, I feel bad for your wife and... Yeah, who cares if she can't like your posts? Move on and have a good life. Okay. <laughs> First of all, Clay, I just want to know. So, uh, Isabel has blocked her on Facebook, but obviously when she's putting up the pictures of you and the kids doing stuff, is she t- she's tagging you in them. So, unless you've blocked your mom, she's going to see them. Uh, truth be told, I'm not even on Facebook, so she I can't get tagged no matter what. So. Oh, okay. Oh. I just want then uh, Sometimes that's the best way to be. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, the the term blocking is so harsh to me, especially when it's a family member. I mean, but I get where you're coming from, or at least where Isabel's coming from there, too. I, I really feel like that family meeting has to happen and say, listen, can you just heart it and move on? You know, or say something positive. Oh, the kids look great. Oh, it looks like fun. You don't have to say, right. I wish I was there. Yeah, she sounds bitter. It sounds bitter and very needy. And uh, so uh, I think we're going with a clean sweep for Isabel here today. Mm. I definitely think what the idea of a family meeting would be uh, better because face-to-face is always better. Well, let's see what happens here because uh, we've got our uh, B105 audience ready to weigh in and see if someone comes to your mother's defense here, uh, 749-B105, and also through the B105 app, okay? All right, sounds good. Okay, Clay, and uh, best of luck in the middle of all this, man. Like I said, Thank you very much. nobody <laughs> envies you right now. Nobody. <laughs> uh, Line them up. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, who was right last night? We heard from Clay, who is uh, having a thing with his wife, Isabel, and his mother. It seems that uh, Isabel has blocked her mother-in-law, Clay's mother, on Facebook because she comments all the time when they put up a family picture. They're out doing something. Oh, great. Would have been nice if I was invited or another thing without grandma. Like a little guilt just, trip. Yeah, doing a little guilt. So she finally has just blocked her. Uh, we actually agreed with Isabel three to nothing here. But let's see what else is going on. Stacy in Newtonsville has a question. What's that? Yeah. Is his wife's mother being shown on Facebook in pictures? Is that where his mom's getting... A little bit of maybe jealousy? No, I think it's just pictures of them out having a meal. Oh, or, or like with an, the other grandma? Yeah. I see what you're saying. It's not just that from what we gather. It's pretty much any picture that they put up of a family outing that uh, his mother isn't at. She comments like that. Okay, yeah. Well, I, then I'm Team Isabel. <laughs> there yeah, there you We're go. Glad we could straighten that up for you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, Tristan and Cleve says he's in a similar situation. Uh, yeah, so I, I've got a um, similar situation where my mother is actually blocked on my Facebook and my wife's Facebook and also my, my son's Facebook page. Wow. Can we ask why? Or um, So we've had a pretty rough relationship pretty much all of my life. I moved out of high school when I was a senior, and I never lived at home. My mom's very opinionated as well, but wants to give her, uh, you know, give her take on, like, life decisions that we decide. You know, if we buy a house question oh can you afford it or if we purchase a new car oh you don't need a new car right now why are you buying a new car like kind of almost like she's jealous that i have my stuff together Mm -hmm. maybe more than she did it's a lot easier that way it's actually uh a lot more uh a lot more easing not having to listen to my mother on facebook (laughs) (laughs) yeah the, the the answer to your question is the comment that you made correct jerry and aurora is divided now how's that 
I recently lost both my parents in the last six, seven years. And from looking at it from both perspectives, now that they're gone, his mom is literally, she lives for those kids. That's literally all, all she thinks about all day long. They need to put the shoe on the other foot and realize that maybe they have to include her a little more, too, if they can. At least make an attempt. And the family meeting is definitely the right way to go because I don't think she's wrong. I think she's feeling left out and she feels sad and lonely. Uh, James weighed in on the B105 app. Mom needs to grow up, but she doesn't have to be blocked. Just change the privacy setting to everyone but mom. <laughs> there might actually be a setting in Facebook for that. <laughs> Just everyone but mom. <laughs> says that on it. That's funny. <laughs> John Matarese has joined us here on this Monday morning. John, where are you falling on this? Uh, blocker. Blocker. <laughs> I, you know, I get so much crap on my Facebook page. It's like, come on, you're done. Because, you know, people just make these snarky comments. Mm -hmm. Stop it with the snark. Stop it with the snark. What, what do you got coming up for us around 815? Oh, we're looking into what's going on at Coney Island. Now they say they'll give out refunds. Funds, but people are still upset about it. I'll tell you why. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show. Here it is Monday, January the 8th. So uh, one week into dry January for lots of Americans. And Ashley, I know you're doing it. And you should know that you've got a sister in arms here. <laughs> uh, Kelsey Ballerini is also uh, doing it here. There's no hole in the bottle. My January is dry. So every cup of water, I'm pretending that it's wine, honey, the first of February. I won't even wait till five to put a hole in the bottle of wine. <laughs> so she's already, she's in. I'm not, no alcohol till February. How are you doing? Yeah, so uh, Friday night, I went out with some girlfriends. It went great. No beer, had a, a water. I actually had an N.A. beer. They offered me, I didn't even finish it. I was like, what's, I don't understand. No. So uh, Saturday though, I tried to set up some plans for myself, my, me and my friend Jess. We went, uh, we planned on going to the Cincinnati Cyclones game for the teddy bear toss. Right Give us something to do so we wouldn't end up at a bar. Uh, I park in a parking garage that's kind of far away. We got our little teddy bears. We make like the trek to Heritage Bank and we get up there and uh, we get turned away at the door immediately, which this is our own fault. We each had our purses that are not clear or that are not the right size. Oh. I mean, they're not big. Well, that might have been a blessing, though, because everybody inside were drinking $2 beers, and it was an alcohol fest that was one for the history books. And uh, But I'm like, people are literally carrying garbage bags in. Are they going? No, whatever. So we're making the trek back to the car to put the purses back. Mm -hmm. And in that walk back, we made a decision. We gave our bears to people going in and we're like, throw our bears for us. We're not walking back. And so then we would go and meet Suday at Bobby Mackey's. Okay, there's where your problem begins. Okay, we're going to Bobby Mackey's and I'm doing great drinking water, okay? I forgot that you could smoke in there, cigarettes. That's one of the last holdouts, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're only there for like 20 minutes and we, we leave. I did great. Oh, okay. But now my hair smells like smoke and my mom lives right up the street, so I'm like, I'm calling my mom. It's 8.15. Like, mom, we need some perfume. We need some spray. Like, we smell. And we go up to my mom's. My mom's in her living room chilling. She's drinking a beer. Just drank a beer with her. And I'm like, okay. 
Oh. I'm drinking a beer. Mom. Hang on. I need. Losing sound. So, dry January. So, this was Saturday night. So, that was the six. You made it six days. Yes. And I received so many snaps. Snapchats from people on Friday night, on Saturday. Up, oh, didn't make it, and everybody's cheersing. And I will say, this is the first dry January that I've broke in probably like three years. I'm usually like super, you know, on top of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is it. And then guess what? We ended up at a bar after my mom's. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. So is it is it possible to do a mulligan where you just uh, say, myself? start over? No, this is not Snapchat. This is not the history. No, you can't have them all again. Well, I mean, you put your best foot forward. We'll see what happens this weekend. Yeah, you could try again. Maybe just try January through the week. Like a oh yeah, yeah. I really don't drink through the week. Yes, but I did meet this girl at the bar, and she said I'm doing dry January for two weeks, and then I'm like, I what? I don't even understand that one. So then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just do it on the back half of the month. I honestly (laughs) think they need to change this to dry February since it's a shorter Shorter month. month. Not (laughs) a bad idea. I failed. Cheers to that. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show, uh, just moments ago, uh, revealing the huge news that actually made it Seven days into dry January this year before caving. Thought it was six. Six. So I was maybe I gave you an extra day there. Whatever it was, you didn't make it, and uh, and it's all because you went to your mom's house the other night and she was drinking a beer. And then my friend drank a beer with her, and I was like, I'm just I've, I'm going through a lot of things. I'm going to drink a beer right now yeah, with your mom, though. Yeah, I, I could respect that. Yeah, thanks. So Lindsay uh, coming through the B105 app says, I do a partial dry January. I gave myself a two beer limit and I can only have one if I'm at an event, in quotes. Football games, things like that. My co-worker's retirement party, not just because. Just stinks when you've had a bad day in the office and you want that glass of wine. Yeah, try working with Big Dave every day. Well, Woo. This is it's supposed to be a sacrifice though. That's I the know. whole point of it. It's tough. I kinda like I kinda like what she's doing there. Two beer like a limit. Yeah. So she's not just saying, you know, F it and drinking everything. Yeah, I think it's called like self-control. You don't gotta put a title like dry January on it. You just gotta not Go all in and be a public drunk. That's all. <laughs> Here comes one through the app. Wishes to remain anonymous. I've been doing dry January myself. I've actually stopped eating meat, too. Oh. Not sure how long oh, that's, that's going to last, oh. but uh, tell Ashley to start again because she can do it. I have not had the urge to have any kind of alcohol, and I've been out in bars all week. Look, I, I could probably give up the beer, I'll be honest with you, but bacon, oh, I don't know if I could tough. give up on the meat. <laughs> exactly. Good for They're her. Good for her. Way to go, Shelly. Listen, if you're going to do dry January, I, I got, stay out of bars. I mean, if that's your, that, there's your Achilles heel right there. I tried to go to the Cyclones game. It was her mom's fault. It's, it's their, her upbringing yeah. that did Who it. can I blame? Who can I blame? So you got to make Not a myself. list next year. Uh, no Cyclones games, no bars, and don't go to my mom's. <laughs> it's uh, 636. More of the Big Dave podcast. Today uh, is the first day back to school for, at least I know, the Xavier Musketeers because my daughter goes there. <laughs> and, oh, she's back at it. Yep. Yesterday, uh, we moved her back into the dorm, same dorm room uh, that she was in for the fall semester to start the uh, spring semester. Gosh, time just flies. She's on her, what, second semester? This is it, second semester, yeah. Go. 
Oh, and you just got her her first car over mm -hmm. the Christmas break. Mm -hmm. Has she got a parking spot down there? She does not have the car there. That was a source of a contention a uh, little bit oh, there. But oh. we were like, you know, you did fine without a car there the first semester. Let's let's try to keep that going. But, oh, Dad doesn't want to pay for the spot. No, it's cheap to no. park on campus. Oh, I think it's like a permit. <laughs> Wait. I, no, our reasoning is other than How that. How much was the pushback? Uh, a lot. I, here, here's one of the excuses I heard. Are you ready? The first yeah. excuse was... Dad, the food at Xavier makes me sick. I'm like, Dara, it does not. And you know what? I don't want you going out to eat every day. And there's lots of walking distance places to go to. Absolutely. So there was that. And she goes, I'm tired of having to ask my friends in her little quad there, mm -hmm. four, three friends, uh, uh, to take me somewhere. And I'm like, you really don't need a lot of places to go. You got classes. You got this, you know, that and the other. So, no, no car there right now. We said, we'll see how it goes. We'll keep it fluid. But uh, we take a bad stat. She's no. going to have her car. By uh, spring break. Yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But I just can't imagine how many unnecessary trips to Target and Rookwood she would be taking. <laughs> and when she does that, guess what she's doing? What? Spending money. Uh, well. Oh, I mean, that's the, yep. That's, I get it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, but we we get her all back, moved in, and the, her gang is all back together, and uh, they start classes today. And yesterday, I was like, Dara, say what time's your first class tomorrow? Noon. Like, noon? What Living the life. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm just like, all of her classes, she goes, on awesome. Tuesdays, my first class is at 1.30. Let's go. Oh, That's my, oh, right. it, it yeah. is. So, there is another reason why she doesn't have her car at Xavier. Because <laughs> she would be out gallivanting all night. <laughs> gallivanting. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105 and Luke Combs, The Big Dave Show, 712. Happy Monday to you. It's a big Saturday night at Heritage Bank Center for our Cincinnati Cyclones. And Statman was there to lead the charge for throwback <laughs> night. And it was huge. Oh, my gosh. We broke numerous records, starting with me on the Cyclone Siren with the longest and loudest ring ever. <laughs> <laughs> Stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, that is not normal. You, you just kept this. going. Come on. It was a record attendance. The second biggest ever. 14,258 fans. I had to go again. I had I, <laughs> Here he goes. <laughs> Still, you're like the Energizer Bunny on that thing. So this is the night everybody gets to bring in the teddy bears and throw them out on yes. the ice for the Cincinnati Police Fire in Matthew 25. And how did it go? I mean, it's a huge night, you're saying. Oh, in years past, normally it only takes like a minute or two into the first period before the Cyclones score and all the teddy bears get thrown. Well, this made it all the way through the first period. Oh. And during that break, everybody was a little worried, like, mm. what, what are we going to do with these teddy bears? I ain't bringing these back to the car. Right. They have to yeah. get thrown. So sure enough, I, I crank that siren up. I get off of the little platform area and I'm mm. walking back to the area to get meet up with the firefighter and they scored. Oh. So I literally had to mad dash it from one <laughs> side of the Heritage Bank Center all the way to the other, jump in a fire truck, get out on the ice. And oh my gosh, it was just raining teddy bears. So I've seen, I mean, I've seen so many videos. It sure. is really cool. It is cool. <laughs> Last year it was 11,800 teddy bears. How many did they do this year? Oh my, 13,319 <sighs> stuffed animals. Guys, there was like 
a life-size kangaroo with a joey. <laughs> this guy came running by with a sloth I've never seen so big. And then there was all sorts of those, like, uh, squishmallows. Oh, sure. yes, the kids love those. And it was amazing how it started raining down from the suites into the stands. And then from the upper bowl, raining down all the way down to the ice. Yeah, if you had front row seats, you you got hit in the back of the head a lot. So when all these start raining down, what are the players for the Toledo and Cyclones? What do they do? They just try to get out of the way of them, or yeah, the Toledo players they just am scray. Yeah. But, the, but the Cyclones players they kind of help gather up all of the stuffed animals. Mm -hmm. We bring out carts and carts, and like I said, I was in like this little fire truck. We loaded that full of stuffed animals, and it's just like a mad grab to clear the ice off to get the game going again, and then the counting begins. Counting begins, and then they had this enormous pile, and this is where Statman not content to just sound the siren. Of course. No. Oh, <laughs> I, I asked Sean beforehand, like, hey, man, I know after you're done counting, these end up in a big pile. Can I jump in them? And he was like, oh, I got you covered, brother. And uh, he let me climb to the top of this rack, which we probably should have told the other people that were there what we were doing because uh -huh. they're all like Sean Sean do we need to get security did he sign a waiver they're all pinned. why is he up there yeah my wife's like oh boy he's living his Eddie Vedder dreams there he goes Pearl Jam jumping from the stage and oh my god I soared through the air and sunk like six feet into the stuffed animals that I had to swim and dig and, and bears were everywhere. And thank goodness Jay Cruz came and pulled me out and then we rolled down the mountain. It's a pretty cool video. Check it out on Facebook. All it's right. Cool. Well, it was a great night all, all over for the, you know, the teddy bears and yeah. the attendance and the $2 beers, which I'm thinking from the sounds of that last story, oh, you, you yeah. had quite a few of. One of Stats' oh, videos I saw, yeah. he's holding the beer and holding the phone and like fist bumping the players as they're like going out. He's got his beard yeah, and everything. PBR to all the players. <laughs> <laughs> That's a success. That's and awesome. then I had to take the ice with them. Oh, that's so cool. Go check it all out on our B105 Facebook and Instagram pages. You can see the videos there. It's the Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. Uh, Statman hosting throwback night for the Cincinnati Cyclones the other night. Many records broken. And Celeste from the west side was there in attendance and wants to comment. Oh, my gosh. You guys, it was just amazing. It's super cool to see the, the videos on um, TikTok and, you know, all the Facebook posts and everything like that. And this is where, you know, Cincinnati knows how to do things really great, knows how to step up when we, when we need to step up, and the giving back. So, I mean, it's just not so much just listening to B105 in the morning on your on your way to something, like I'm on my way to physical therapy, or in the afternoon when I'm going someplace else and, and listening to Jesse and Anna. Uh, I'm sorry, I have a cold. And, you know, it's just, it's like so cool where we can be, it's beyond just listening on the radio where this is where we all get to do something because you guys promoted it and it's so awesome. Aww. So awesome. And I'm just so happy. I mean, I'm just grinning from ear to ear, you know, I mean, because this is so cool. And just think of the impact these 13,319 stuffed animals are going to make, you know, for the Cincinnati Fire and police to be able to give to kids. And on probably these kids' worst day of their lives, they'll get one of those teddy bears from the other night. Yes, yes. So, Sam and I, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, this is just, it's so awesome. And I just thank you guys for doing what you do every morning and what they do in the afternoon. You know, it's a, it, this is a great, awesome radio station.
And you're a great, awesome listener there, Celeste. <laughs> Glad you called in this morning. And hey, let's get over that cold. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, it sounds great. You guys have an awesome day. You too. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, one week into the year, and there's already been a couple of very special days. One was yesterday, and it was called Dating Sunday, which is supposed to be the day where the dating apps are the most busy. Uh, People are changing their profile pictures. They're swiping right more so than they did. I saw this everywhere. We talked about it on the show last week. How many girlfriends you got now, Big Dave? Uh, You know what? I (laughs) I looked on Bumble a bunch yesterday to see what was going on and things. And uh, I kept running into ladies that were like, because you got to look closely. It's like, I'm in the Cincinnati area, but then you look below that, they're actually from Hoboken, New Jersey. So like, or something like that, they're, they're in the area, maybe at the airport and oh. it pings and it says they're in oh. this area enough to get onto my radar there. But then if you further examine it, they're not even from this area. So why would you bother? I, I think with dating, you, you don't need a new you in the new year. You need new settings <laughs> on your well, ass. Well, no, no, because it's saying, because they're in the area. That's why they're showing up, but they're not residents here. So basically, there's nobody in this city that'll match with you. It, you only get matches when somebody's traveling through. I guess at this point, I mean... Uh, I, long I, distance yeah. might not be a bad idea for you. You're like kind of busy. It would. Oh my gosh, you need a long distance relationship. I think we just cracked the code. It would get you out of the city. Hmm. And you could like go, uh, I don't know, get a life in somewhere else. No? Hoboken? That's where I want to go, Hoboken, New Jersey. Fit in great. Well, there's other ones that come up. But remember when we were down at the ACMs in Texas? All of a sudden, I'm like, "Wow, man, my bumble's exploding!" Because it had followed me to Texas, so it was showing me all the women there, around Dallas. There that were some uh, baddies down there. Yes, yeah, I know. And then Big Dave disappeared for a little bit. And I'm like, "Where did he go?" Oh, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Got me a cowgirl, y'all. No, I did not. So there's that. So yesterday, unsuccessful uh, dating Sunday. But now you look and I'm like, okay, well, what's Monday? Just plain old Monday? No, it's divorce day. Today is divorce day. Now, what is that all about? January 8th, the most popular day to start legal action for a divorce. I, I guess people today are realizing that their spouses were online the day before updating their <laughs> dating profile. <laughs> It's uh, 848. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105 with Jelly Roll and Lainey Wilson. And like I said, no doubt there was a lot of folks saying somebody saved me the other day. This is just absolutely horrifying. On Friday, an Alaska Airlines uh, flight took off from Portland, Oregon, bound for Ontario Airport there in California. It's in Southern California, if you were wondering. Uh, Six crew, 171 passengers, and shortly after takeoff, the... uh, cabin became depressurized suddenly and why did that happen well because basically a door blew off the side of the plane it this was is, like this a, like everybody's nightmare oh yeah a door plug is what they're saying but i saw the picture and it looks like the door is gone to me i don't know what the plug <laughs> yeah, part's it's about like a refrigerator sized hole <sighs> in the plane luckily though nobody was sitting in the the two seats Right next to the hole. Right next to it. but I, there mean, was, I can't even. That's a miracle in itself. Yeah. One of the passengers describes this horror as it happened there. There was a really loud bang towards the left rear of the plane and a whooshing noise and all the air masks dropped. And they said there was a kid in that row who his shirt was sucked off him and out of the plane. And his mother was holding on to him to make sure he didn't go with it. 
that sucked his shirt right off his body. That's amazing. I literally can't. Well, they immediately uh, phoned in an emergency, uh, you know, called into the tower back in Portland because they weren't that far away from there, turned right around and went back for an emergency landing. Of course they did. I can't even imagine being on that plane. No, they, they're saying also people were like either drafting, sending like goodbye texts to family members. I mean, imagine yeah. being in that position and then receiving that text. Luckily, no one was injured. That's a, a godsend right there. Everybody got off safe and... Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more inspections. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, they found the plug. The door landed in some like elementary school teacher's backyard in Portland. Dude. I mean, it was only 20 minutes into the flight. They yeah. were just getting going. And luckily, nobody was Ooh. walking around, going to the bathroom. I don't know how you get on another flight if you experience this. I, I, I would, uh, me, personally, yeah. I'd I, walk. I would just start <laughs> I'm not doing scary. it. scary. Crazy. Well, thank God everybody there was okay. I mean, what a scary situation to be in. B105, The Big Dave Show, and look out, Allison from Milford. That man wants to snap you out of your Mondays. Yeah, you having a case of the Mondays? You feeling a little gloom today? Sure, yes. <laughs> <laughs> whatever cheer. you say. Yeah, whatever gets me the pizza. <laughs> you won, guys. We want to snap you out of it by giving you $25 in snappy bucks so you could go get some fresh snappy tomato pizza for dinner tonight. That sounds wonderful. I don't have to cook. What are you going to get on that pizza? Pepperoni, bacon, onions, and peppers. Oh, snap. You could invite me anytime. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. All right. You bring the beer. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> more of the Big Dave podcast. So every year for Christmas, uh, I give my kids a couple of those uh, scratch-off tickets, you know, lottery tickets, because they have fun doing them, and usually they don't get anything off of them. This year, however, Darren won like 40 bucks. Pretty excited about that. Dara wasn't very happy. <laughs> she didn't get anything, but Darren got 40 bucks. But that is absolutely nothing, because there's a lady in Washington, D.C. that is saying, hold my stocking. Her name, Pamela V. That's all we know. But she got the best Christmas gift ever from her husband, $2 million. What? $2 million. <laughs> now, here's what happened. He had purchased a ticket to the December 2nd Powerball drawing that had a jackpot of $400 million. And it was intended as a Christmas gift for Pamela. Now, there was no overall winner for the drawing that night because we all know the jackpot just kept growing up. But there was one $2 million winner in Washington, D.C., and that's where they live. But her husband didn't think anything about it because the ticket was sealed in a card for Pamela. So he had no idea it was the $2 million winner. He didn't know the numbers, I guess? Nope, to be opened on Christmas Day. Okay. That was what it was. So it's just sitting there waiting. So fast forward to Christmas Day. The card is open and Pamela gets the Powerball ticket. She goes to the website, checks the numbers for the December 2nd drawing, and their Christmas got a whole lot merrier. Two million dollar wow. winner. Wow. <laughs> can you imagine? How does she top that gift? I don't think he can. Uh, she does add, Pamela says, we're elated to find out we won. It's life changing, of course. They have kids in college and say it will definitely help with tuition. Yeah. But she also said uh, she sees a potential Caribbean vacation Ooh, in their future. So That's awesome. It was the largest Powerball win for the Washington, D.C. area in 2023. $2 million gift 
to Pamela V from her husband on Christmas. Thank you for the good vibes this morning. B. B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And we got our favorite Claremont Northeastern freshman student, Olivia, with us here this morning. Good morning, Olivia. Good morning. Well, let's get your first one of the new year here going. Olivia, what do you got? Why did the donut go to the dentist? (laughs) I don't know. Why Why did did the the donut donut go go to to the the dentist? dentist? To get a filling. <laughs> that is a really wow. good dad joke. Olivia, you better get high fives all day at Claremont Northeastern for that one. We'll see. Today. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast. B105.com.